Welcome to the Land Cave. We're here living as nerds, talking gaming news, nerd news, all kinds of stuff. We rant about stuff, and uh, we just we try not to make up too much. I'm joined by Owen, as per usual, rocking out the Zelda. Hello! Merch. Yeah. Yeah, we need more Zelda stuff. Like, I got Zelda stuff, you got Zelda stuff. Well, and also reposition my camera a little bit now so you can actually see the shelf. Yeah. Oh, if you don't know if you notice that, like, it's, it's cute, right? Oh, yeah, I noticed that. I noticed it. What's really funny, I, I should put my shield back up just to confuse people. <laughs> so then when we switch between, like, wait, there's two shields? Yes, there's two shields. And the, and the paint is colored different. It's the multiverse. It's the multiverse there. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we're here giving you gaming news like we do every How's it single going? week. This is this is the uh, this is a big week for um, this has been a big month for uh, nerds or past thirty days, I should say. Because we had end game and we just had the ending of uh, Game of Thrones. Um, no spoilers, but yeah. what did you think of the end? No, non spoiler. What did you think of the end? It was fine. Yeah, like uh, uh, it was the best episode of the season but oh, yeah. like i mentioned that's not really hard to do um because it really was not a good season in my opinion i know that that's hotly debated though uh but the episode itself was fine albeit rushed as yeah. the rest of the season was i'd say the past two seasons have been really rushed i would yeah i would have preferred two full seasons i uh, know they were like oh we have an hour and a half episodes yeah we need more time like in, in order to properly tell that story, we needed more time. And I don't know. We could blame. Yeah, a bunch it's weird of to hear play. about the showrunners, like how they were offered like more, like basically they could have had more, um, more days or I mean, not more days, more episodes. Yeah. And they just chose not to. And they're like, we can get it done. That's yeah, a weird, I'm, that's I a mean, weird thing to hear. They did say at the onset that they were going to do seven seasons and then, uh, they pushed it to eight um but yeah they should have they should have kept going there's so much more in there's more in the books that are out uh as well as you know other things that he could have filled them in on but there's uh storylines that just completely got dropped in the books that there's a lot that they could have could have well, i mean those I, books are fat yeah those books are super fat i mean they're gonna they get another show and then they they set up we won't say for who or what but they if, if it wasn't completely obvious they left the door open for a spinoff show for yeah. for a character as well um they're not gonna do it uh george r. r martin already said like he's not giving the rights to anybody to do anything as a sequel to it because he doesn't have any source material so he would have to be like oh, okay well i'll let you make up stuff and he doesn't want them to do that so but it's yeah, I agree. Uh, when <laughs> I just think it'll happen eventually. I just don't someone think there's state I, I, or something. You think? Yeah. Is, uh, after he passes away, the or like he'll like, be hey, done writing them and he'll be like, "F it, I don't care, go for it." <laughs> you think he's really going to be finished? No, I mean he did. Uh, I think he came out yesterday uh, or today and mm -hmm. said that the next book, not the last book, but the next book should be finished yeah. no later than 2020 yeah yeah it should have been like two years ago and we should be waiting for the final book like this is yeah there's uh, one my uh, my buddy frank shout out to frank uh he was uh he was talking to me about um we, we were discussing like how would he has said repeatedly that the shows are not going to influence the way that he's writing the books but how can it not 
Frank Frank basically was like, how can you not look and see what backlash is happening and then look at what you were writing and go, OK, is this enough? Am I doing it right? Uh, will people like this? You either have to I mean, he basically said he may have some performance anxiety about this. It's either that or he just he's way too busy doing everything else other than writing the books. Is he confirmed to having watched the show? Um, like has, has he actively said that he watches the show? Because I'm sure he might. But there's conflicting reports. Okay. Yeah. Because I would, if it was me, I don't know if I could watch it. Because it's like I wrote these books, and these guys are messing it up, even though yeah. I gave them permission to mess it up. And you know, I, I don't know. I don't know if I could. Like he's come out and said things about the show. But it always makes me wonder. You do you actually watch the show? Yeah. Or do you just like read the scripts and you're like, okay, I know what happens. Well, he was really involved early on. Um, and then he has become less involved. Um, and he is, I've seen in interviews where he said that he doesn't watch or he doesn't have time to watch it. Um, but at the same time, he's a huge football fan. And I know you are too. So I'm not trashing that, but I'm like, if you say you don't have That's time to sick. watch, if I'm just saying, if you don't have time to watch your show, we have time to watch football. But I, I agree with you. Like he created this and some, some artists, like some actors, don't want to watch their own movies um, because they they did that they experienced it and I, I would want to watch it not out of vanity but just to see the you know it uh, as a completed thing. Um, yeah. That being said, he's he's working with them on the prequels. He's executive producing like two other shows with them uh, and money 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 yeah and a video game. Yeah, did you hear about that? I did. So yeah, the, hey, it's he, still in rumor. Went to Japan. Yeah, still in rumor territory Supposedly. as to what he's doing. Rumor is it's from a software. Yeah. <laughs> if they may, if from software makes a Game of Thrones game, I don't know, dude. Like, good for from software. That would be a huge IP get for them, and they're already a big company as it is, and one of the biggest video game be great. companies in the last five years. Yeah. But I don't. Do you want a Game of Thrones video game? Okay, so I played the Telltale Game of Thrones game, oh, and I sucked. will argue. I will argue with anybody out there who disagrees with me. That is the best way to do uh, a Game of Thrones game, um, because Game of Thrones isn't about the the combat. It's not about the dragons. I mean, okay, battles happen. That's great. That's important. But it's more about character development. It's more about the choices. It's more about surprises. And I think Telltale did a better job with that than the other. There's another Xbox game. I think it's on PS3 as well, uh, Xbox 360. And it was trash, to, in my opinion. Um, well, didn't would... Sekiro have some story? Oh, no, yeah. Sekiro has, has story. Um, it does. But I'm just saying, like, that's it's still very action-based. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'm just saying I would I would rather have something that's just concentrating on the story and the choices and the dialogue. And if you're sitting if you're playing an action game that has a ton of dialogue and choices and um, it's a weird mix, I would prefer it to be more along the story. But then again, I mean, I could be surprised. They could uh, it, it could do very well. It could be a nice balance. Um, I think no matter what, it's got to do well. Like unless it unless it's unless it turns out to be some company that's not from software that's not any good uh that game's gonna sell i mean the show just ended like if there was a better time to release the game of thrones games it's in the next year to announce it to announce it at least no, to announce it well a, a release it would be great of course but i'm saying i don't think it's ready um but 
I would love, absolutely love. Uh, in, I mean, in my opinion, I would lean. I would prefer it to be. And you know, I'm a fan of Dark Souls, but I'd prefer it to be like Square Enix instead of From. I don't know. I mean, Square Enix has really taken a dive off a cliff recently. They're they're, they're looking to they're looking to save it with Final Fantasy VII, but yeah. they're having a rough decade <laughs> <laughs> no that's true that is true uh but i'm just saying i'm just thinking like if i were if i were to give it to a studio from i'd give be, it to ubi ubi'd be amazing that'd be that'd be a great song uh, uh especially for open world games like i mean we're talking i mean obviously if you were gonna go open world you'd like one rockstar but ubisoft in their own right like far cry 5 became uh, one, uh, I don't know if you heard about this, and I didn't put this on there just because it didn't really matter. But they, Far Cry Five was one of uh, Ubisoft's best sellers in the history of their company. Wow, um, it's a great so, game. That's a yeah. great game. Uh, great storytelling. Again, great mix of storytelling and yeah. action. Yeah, and open world. Like I think if you, like Westeros, right? You'd want to ride around Westeros, right? Yes, I would. Yes, I would. Okay, I know there's a bunch of ride. There, there would be a ton of riding or whatever. But there's a ton of like towns and houses that you could go up to. Um, there are so many. There are so many prominent houses that could have their own like um, cities. Quest lines. Yeah, all of them have their own quest lines. Um, you could really dive into you know the difference between the uh, the Vale and. Um, I mean, then have DLC if you want to go to Dorne as DLC. Um, obviously, the North may be a, a DLC as well, but there's there's a lot that could be done. Not that I'm immediately thinking of DLC, but I'm like, yeah, you're going to have to have something. It's like 2019. That. We're always immediately thinking we, of DLC. We are. I, I had the brief thought of just how funny it would be, like, you don't have fast travel unlock right away and then ride around <laughs> like 75% through the game. You unlock fast travel and then it's like the last two seasons of Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be, that'd be so fitting. That'd be so fitting. Uh, speaking of DLC, though, I've been playing Zelda and uh, my source video is gone right here. So I'll have to put that in later for some reason. Uh, I've been playing Zelda because I realized I hadn't done the the Champions Ballad and a few other uh, oh, DLC. Really? Yeah. So, um, I mean, I was already replaying Zelda anyways, because why not? Um, Breath of the yeah. Wild, obviously. Um, I was replaying that and realized, oh, well, I didn't do I didn't do Champions Ballad. I did the Trials, but I only did the first level of the Trials. I may go further than that. Uh, those things got really frustrating to me. I don't know if you how far you got on the uh, the Trials of the uh, of Master Sword. Um, first it. one was okay. Second one's been pretty rough so far. Beat it. You beat them all. All right. Yeah, see, I didn't. Oh, yeah. I beat I beat everything in that game except for like master mode or whatever it's called, where you get one hit KO. Um, but I beat every piece of content. Yeah. There the, is. Oh yeah, master you master mode, master quest, whatever it is. Yeah, I yeah. I started that, and yeah. as a Dark Souls player, that's too hard. Um, it's needlessly hard. Like, what? Yeah, it's it's needlessly hard. Like you're playing it, and like I can't. I always forget the names of the, the really big uh, guys that like you know come up from the ground. Uh, not not the rock ones. The ones that are like sleeping, and they they've got their cyclops kind of uh -oh. things. Um, the ogres. Yeah. Are so the, they uh... heal. Um, so you yeah. do a little bit of damage and then they just, they heal. So like, if you haven't done enough damage to them, they'll heal up. So I had, I mean, way too much difficulty for that game. I had too much difficulty. I would rather have like, in my opinion, like the regular, uh, playthrough of the game. And I know guardians to like, if you know what you're doing, they're not too challenging, 
Um, but I mean, I like that level of challenge as opposed to like the, the master mode was just ridiculously hard to me. Um, terrible at the, uh, shield thing. Like you see where, what do they call yeah. it? Parrying. Yeah, the parry, I, yeah. I suck at parrying. Me so I, I was never any good against the guardians unless I had the master sword and then it was just kind of like, yeah. it's on. Um, to me, it was just like find, like uh, try to glide down, hit them with an arrow to stun them if you can, uh, take out their legs. Um, so I've, I found ways to do it and everything. But I mean, I like I've liked the game. Other than that, I mean the um, the champions ballad that's been yeah. challenging and difficult because that's a one hit, that's a one hit kill uh, for if they hit you and if you hit them uh, with that special weapon. Um, that's been interesting though. Uh, what have you been playing? Uh, so me and the wife finished yesterday to episode yeah. three. Uh, obviously it won't go into it because it's a story-based game, but really good. Um, I was really surprised. The I'm still upset with Don't Nod, uh, with how long it's taking. So the, the first episode came out in September of last year. We're just now getting episode three, and it's May. Uh, and we're not getting the fourth and fifth episodes to later in the year. Um, so it's been a real, real frustrating games. Um, the third one starts out really slow and then it gets super intense. And for a second, I thought that we were in episode four because of the way three ends. It ends on a very holy crap moment. And yeah. you would think that that's when they turn into the last episode, but we get two episodes left. So if you haven't checked out life is strange, one or two, I definitely suggest one. It's one of my favorite games. Mm -hmm. uh, two is is good so far, but if you are annoyed with the length of time between episodes, you could definitely wait until like September, or October. But it's also been very good. It starts off really slow. The first episode's kind of slow, but two and three have been really uh, solid. I I started episode. I started the uh, uh, first season and I liked it. Uh, it was one that I wanted to play with Whitney, so I have not yeah. played further. Um, but I've liked what I've played of it. Um, Especially Game of the year 2015. Yep. Yeah. Uh, especially with my, my love of Telltale games and, and really story-driven games. I really like it. And also, it it's really nice to be able to, to play them. It's more of a... I wouldn't say that it's a passive experience, but it's almost an in-between of watching a movie versus uh, versus playing a game, especially if you're doing this in a group or in a, uh, as a couple. Uh, getting to play these games and kind of talk through different choices, I think, is really interesting. Do you guys talk when you're, I mean, while it's going on? Make oh, absolutely. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's she really helped. Tell, yeah. I do all the playing because um, mm -hmm. that's just not her bag. Uh, so I do all the walking around, and for most of the time I make the decisions, but there will be... She will voice pretty quickly if she yeah. has a specific choice. Um, and it's always funny to see the lines that we both tread because she, being the rule follower, she doesn't normally like doing any decisions that would be like negative or like badly yeah. character. You know, yeah, not a rock in the boat type thing. And then I try and play it realistic. Like in this case, in Life is Strange 2, you're playing as a, a teenage kid who's uh, looking after his little brother. Mm -hmm. uh, and so I try and play it like I'm in the mind of like that teenage kid. So like there's an opportunity to like hit on a girl. And I was like, of course I do this and I do it <laughs> awkwardly because that is how a teenage kid is, is there's awkward hitting on. Yeah, of course. No, so I, I got to do it. I will say that I tend to, when, when I first started playing games that allowed those kind of choices, um, 
outside of like a D&D kind of thing. My first time sure. time playing a game like that was was Mass Effect. And yeah. and I went I started playing Mass Effect 2 before realizing the perks of just playing playing either straight Paragon or straight Renegade. And I still ended up playing almost completely Paragon because that's just kind of how I am. Um, like I was trying to resolve conflicts, I was trying to do good and trying to help people. Um, but now yeah. I've gotten to the point where I will set out and play a game and go, okay, this is how I'm playing this character. Like if you're playing Batman Telltale games, I was like, all right, I am playing arrogant Bruce Wayne. I am playing ruthless Batman, or I'll play, you know, I would go into the session knowing that and continue that character's storyline that way. Um, so I, I kind of have a mix, but if I don't on the onset do that, I'm I'm totally a, a goody two shoes. So yeah, I bet there would be a cool psychological study that could be conducted where you know, like they they give you like a personality test, but they also make you play a decision based game like this oh, yeah. as a personality test too to see what you choose versus what you're, what you are in real life because there there's also people right that would play the exact opposite they're like you know i'm a goody two shoes in real life so i'm gonna play the bad boy in, <laughs> in this video game because you know i'm living vicariously through the yeah. video game it's uh, like if i, I bet play grand that, theft that would auto. be i would i wouldn't do anything that they do in grand theft auto right i love grand theft auto so yeah yeah it's like every once in a while i need to get five stars and i need to see how long before they arrest me or kill me yeah it just happens. It's fun. It's fun. How's PUBG Mobile? You said you've been playing some of that too. I've been playing way too much PUBG Mobile. Uh, don't ask me why either. I just I, I I was sitting there and I didn't want to get up and get my Switch and mm -hmm. I didn't want to get up and get the PlayStation controller. So instead of doing anything, I downloaded or re-downloaded PUBG Mobile because I had archived it because it takes up like two gigs on my phone. Yeah. Um, I re-downloaded it, and since then, I've been doing some slaying. Um, I'm a lot better at this game than I thought I would be. Hmm. It's amazing how much better I am on the mobile versus how I am on the computer. On the computer, I'm not good at all. Um, and on this game, I'm constantly a top 10 player. Um, it's weird. I get multiple kill games. It's it's nice being good at a multiplayer video game so i think that's why i keep playing yeah um but uh it's also just you know if you if you like battle royales there's also fortnite that's available but if you don't want to do any building whatsoever and you kind of want uh, some serious stuff pubg mobile is free yeah and it's I probably fun. i probably would like that more because i i'm terrible at the building aspect like if it was not a game that had both of them and it became so prominent that it's the same thing happened with me uh, with with uh, Fortnite as happened with me and um, uh, and uh, Rocket League. Like I was having fun, I was doing well. The meta game changed in Rocket League when people learned how to aerial and like rocket yeah. yourself up into the air. And as soon as people yeah. started got really good at that, I had to make a decision of like I need to buckle down and get really good at that or don't. never play this game ever again <laughs> and that's kind of what happened with both of those games because like building building things became not just a way to get around but it became like a defensive strategy to like build a wall and keep building stuff in front of you as you travel and avoid gun uh, gunplay and it got to the point where i'm like i can't keep up with that if yeah. without putting out putting in the time and i just decided not to put in the time yeah uh it, it's uh it's free and you know it's yeah. fun to play um again it's one of those things where i'm playing it while i'm 
not getting up and too literally too lazy to go pick up many of the other controllers that I have. But uh, not ashamed to admit that I play a mobile game every day. No, no. It's I, a safe I space, say, right? I got it's a safe space. I got hooked on a mobile game uh, a couple times. Um, once relatively heavily. I mean, I didn't spend a bunch of money or anything on it. I didn't spend sure. much at all. Um, but I ha- it was to the point where I was like. It was running down the battery on my phone so bad that I like, had to have a charger around me everywhere because I was, ba- I was pretty much addicted to playing this game. If I wasn't if I wasn't playing it, I was setting it up to set it like set something to be ready for me later. Um, that's just not helpful. What game was that? Uh, that was Summoner's War. Because mm-hmm. um, my myself and a, a coworker of mine and a couple other people were all playing it all at the same time. And for like an action RPG. It's it is a it's not an action RPG. It is a uh, it's an it's kind of one of those games. It's like an RPG, but not really an RPG. It's like a, you collect different uh, beasts, if you will. Some are like, but some are like animalistic. Some are like sorcerers. Like you collect these things, you create this team to battle with. Oh, okay. Um, so when you start, when you start, you get some trash, and then when you you can do like dungeon kind of stuff, but. Um, you're doing it with a, a team uh, of like think of it like a team Pokemon, except you also have like like sorcerers and witches and other things that also okay. yeah yeah. So it was fun, and it also I could like set up a bunch of stuff and then like be like, all right, cool. I don't have to do this for like those are all going to be ready in two hours. But then I'd be like set a timer on your phone to remind you in two and a half hours. That's when you know back. you're hooked. That's when you're hooked. So I, I had to get out of it. Um, Anyways, but uh, we we can talk about confessions and, and stuff later. I do want to move on to what I think is one of the biggest uh, uh, topics of our show, which yeah. is Sony and Microsoft teaming up. <laughs> what? Uh, as soon as I read through what was going on, everything made sense to me. Um, Sony's online platform, because basically they're teaming up. It's been very vague as to what they're doing, but they're talking about cloud services and online. Um, and what we both have played PlayStation online stuff, so we know how weak that is in comparison to Xbox. Xbox, PC, all of that community, not only the community, but the infrastructure, everything is better, security. Um, and I think what happened here was from a business standpoint, uh, the two of them realized f- the cloud infrastructure p- portion, we both can get money, we both can get lots of money if we just pair up. Uh, my guess is this is all just, this is uh, going to be the next gen of PlayStation uh, Online, uh, will be on the Microsoft Azure servers, uh, and if they're doing that, they have uh, cross-connect into Microsoft's own uh, software. So I'm hoping this means much much more crossplay. either way we're going to get a better gaming uh online gaming environment for console players which is crazy important nowadays especially with um they're going to have to be competing with uh stadia stadia is going to be a huge player that hardly anyone is really talking about yet but when stadia comes out like I told Whitney about it and she's already like, so we could buy games. Like I've, she was trying to figure out like, is it a subscription? Like, I don't know, but that can just take over. We'll your find out at E3. What's that? We'll find out at E3. Hopefully we, we will find Hopefully. Um, about stadium. Yeah. Um, so what's weird about this and what, what I'm surprised that not more people are talking about, uh, is that Microsoft's already kind of had a little bit of this going, not the cloud-based services, but we've seen, 
how Microsoft has extended a hand to Nintendo. Uh, in the past six months, they've been talking with them. They just had Cuphead come out on the Switch. Um, there's been uh, rumors that we have reported on this show about Xbox Live services on Switch. And then we hear this last week, uh, pretty much right after the show was over, like the it's like the next yeah. day, uh, that now we got to deal with Sony going on. This is crazy because... Microsoft, I think, I don't think they're getting out of the making video game business, but these deals with Nintendo, these deals with Sony, mm -hmm. like, it seems like they're setting them up, themselves up as a possible infrastructure um, sure. to everyone, like, every, like, just think about that, like, a Sony, Nintendo, everybody uses Microsoft Azure in the long run, maybe, like, or there's opportunities for Xbox Live usage, like, imagine PSN, a mask over Xbox Live, which is a way more functional online platform than PlayStation is. Um, I mean, PSN, rather, PlayStation Network. Uh, this is crazy. This is ridiculous. I don't... I never expected anything like this to happen. No. I didn't expect anything like this to happen, but the more that I think about it, I feel like that Microsoft is that Microsoft is making the power a power play. We already talked about what they're doing in regards to buying up studios. Yeah. And I think that they realized that it, it very similar to the Microsoft model. I mean, we're talking about Microsoft here. Yeah. If I can't win at selling you um, the hardware, I'm going to make sure that my software is everywhere and or you're buying I'm connected to you. So instead of maybe winning the war next generation in regards to Xbox versus PlayStation, they may not win the war in regards to consumerism. But if people are buying PlayStation online, then that is pulled from Microsoft. So Microsoft's getting money. So it's almost to me as if they're saying we don't have to win the war in a conventional uh, from a conventional standpoint. We can make money off of the other people who are making money. If you can't and beat them, buy them. It's crazy smart. Uh, yeah, it reminded me uh, a little bit of uh, Apple and Samsung. Yeah. So a couple of years ago, and I don't know if this is still the case. I don't know about their current. I don't keep up with their current dealings in terms of like what Apple gets from Samsung. But in 2017, Apple was buying their OLED screens from Samsung. Like that's <laughs> what's that's what that's what's always makes me laugh so much every time the the phone war comes up not to take this in a completely different direction but whenever the phone war comes up it's always apple versus samsung apple versus samsung and this that this whole couple of years there that was going on was that apple was buying screens from samsung so samsung was benefiting off of you buying samsung phones samsung was benefiting off of you buying apple phones microsoft could be making the same exact play like no yeah. matter what we're winning <laughs> well, they know they know there's certain people that they're not going to turn completely to their product. Sure. But they also know that there are people like myself who are going to have both. So if, if I'm going to have both and I'm going to have both services, why not be part of that pie? I mean, you not only you're to be essentially taking a piece of a small piece, but still a piece of your competition's profit and, uh, you know, money that would not be coming to you elsewhere. Uh, otherwise, so I think I think it's a I think it's very smart. It's funny that the people at PlayStation didn't know. That's interesting. To yeah, me that yeah. So I, I tagged this story on there from Push Square afterwards. Is that that 
this was very much a deal at the top. Like this, this was so. This wasn't PlayStation necessarily making this deal. Even though PlayStation is Sony, Sony and Microsoft made this deal. Like so, if for those of you who don't know, even though those words are in front of both things, I can't speak for the Xbox side, but like Xbox and PlayStation are divisions of a yes. much bigger company, uh, and. We don't know anything about how the Xbox employees took it, but the PlayStation employees apparently had no idea that this was going to happen. Uh, and not that it necessarily affects them in any way, but it's kind of a weird thing whenever you've been in a console war for the last uh, when did, when did 360 and man, 20 years, like... Yeah, so they've been Xbox One. actively competing with this company. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Xbox versus PS2, I guess. Yeah. Uh, so that's got to be what? Oh, five, oh, four. Man, when did Xbox come out? I, um, I honestly, I want to say it was two thousand one. But yeah, you can double check me. I mean, yeah, you've you've been in a war, and I think that um, I think this is becoming more of a, a mature uh, uh, battleground, if you will, where the two don't have to they can play nice and still both make money um they don't have to say look we're the better uh gaming system uh the xbox xbox one x and ps4 pro okay we can hash out which one's the better hardware in regards to uh which one looks better but at the same time we're getting to the point now where the graphics are so similar on the different on the different platforms um that it doesn't really matter as much. I mean, you can have either one. You you're say? still gonna. What's that? What year did you say? Two thousand one. You were right. Oh, okay. Original Xbox two thousand one, PS two two thousand. There you go. Um, no, I think you're absolutely right. There's a point to where I mean, the 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 thing about this that that is always hard for a guy like me because if you haven't uh, gotten it from me enough, competition breeds innovation and so if it would be very bad if xbox dropped out of the race in the next generation yeah. if they if they stop making games that's not good for for us as no. gamers because that means that that leaves a vacuum that then sony and hopefully still and probably will be nintendo filling that that hole and xbox just being like well you're using our services so yeah you know, no nintendo nintendo sense. won't do it won't isn't that type of player anymore they used to be that type of player but they haven't been they've not been playing the same competition that we've been playing since N64. They decided we're just going to do our own thing. They didn't realize they were doing it with N64, but with Wii, they did. They totally knew. They were like, we're going to do our own thing. Like, we're... we're I mean, you can think about whatever metaphor you want, but... What's up? They're not really competing anymore. They're just like, hey, we're, we're also... We're making really good stuff, and the Switch is great. Um, but... I think they're I so competitive. But what I'm saying is, like, if someone's talking about playing video games and you're talking about competition, usually we're talking about PC versus Xbox versus PlayStation, and then Switch is a kind of a different category. Uh, it's it's still gaming. It's it's not maybe not quite. It's not a graphics hog, um, and you're and there's a lot of things that aren't going to come to it. And I think that's where um, it's playing. A, I wouldn't say it's playing behind. Wii U is playing a behind a generation. The Switch yeah. is is like, uh, we'll bring stuff on here that's good and do our own thing, and it's going to be awesome. And it's uh, it's working really well for them. Fun fact about Switch: yeah. they uh, have now officially outsold PlayStation Four in the country of Japan. Yeah. Um, the what 
crazy about this. Like, so PlayStation 4 originally uh, launched in North America first for like the first time. Um, for especially for a company based like Sony in Japan, but uh, they have like eight, like eight million uh, consoles sold in Japan. Which, if you like work that out, that's an attach rate of like one in ten Japanese people on the PlayStation <laughs> Four. But the Switch has yeah. outsold that. So yep. even more than one in ten people own a Nintendo Switch in Japan. Which that that's where there's I think they may not be competitive in the in the way that we're thinking where like you're not going to get the biggest triple a experience mm-hmm. from the nintendo system but there's still definitely competition there 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 we've seen the outcry the last year and i have been one of those people who tweets uh and you know pesters developers whenever they announce a game and i'm like so when are you gonna put it on switch yeah <laughs> yeah i mean I, I and i agree i mean that's my it's been my console of choice for the past like year or so it's just so convenient I mean, I love playing my, my PlayStation and everything. Uh, my Xbox is, gets turned on every now and then. I think I, I mean, I think I polled you this uh, recently that um, since I started using Plex, and shout out to Robert for helping me out on that, by the way. Um, hooked up Plex, um, it was crazy easy. So I played my media off that. Well, I was playing my media off the Xbox before, so I haven't turned the yeah. Xbox on in like a week and a half. Uh, or yeah. sorry, a, a little over a week. And I'm like, let's see how long it takes before I I, I turn my Xbox on. Um, how much am I actually playing Xbox versus playing PlayStation? Because I don't play it as near as often. It's an amazing piece of hardware, but the PlayStation game, the games I'm playing are on PlayStation more often than not. So, so that's why Microsoft's saying, "Hey, PlayStation, you uh, you remember that purchase that you made with Gaikai? Well, how about we uh, kick it up a notch?" Yeah, and PlayStation is even in the news uh, as well announcing sony announcing playstation productions making money making movies and uh starting out with twisted metal they actually confirm this that's that's what it sounds that's what i was reading unless okay unless i'm mistaken that twisted metal was the first one on their on their uh I mean, not to say it's the first one that we're going to see but um we can i can double check that but i believe that's the first one and in my opinion, this uh, could be this this could be a problem because when it comes to to movies, if you're not doing animated, because animated obviously is going to be a great fit for them, but if they're not doing animated, they're doing live action, and you don't have a good enough budget in regards to uh, script, in regards to effects, uh, it can end up looking like trash. Like the Blood Rain movies or the House of the Dead movies or anything Uwe Boll's ever touched, um, I just I'm worried about it because video games are so hard to do right. Anyways, video game movies are so hard to do right um, that it. I, I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful. I mean, again, it's going to be a great revenue stream for them. Uh, but doing movie TV, what do you think? I just don't see the point. Like, especially with <laughs> yeah. all of the i the i the. Now there's some there's some good kids movies in there sure. for sure. You can make a Crash movie. You can make a Spyro movie. Um, you can make a Spyro Netflix show. You can do whatever you want there. But half their half their studios right now write video games that are movies. Like you play through an Uncharted game. Like okay, you want to watch a movie? Go watch Indiana Jones. There's plenty of them. They're fantastic. Skip Crystal Skull unless it's on cable. Uh, so that's Uncharted. The, 
yes, there's no movie like there's no real movie equivalent of The Last of Us, but or there might be. But The Last of Us is perfect by itself. It's it ten. Why? Like, why would you threaten making a movie out of that? Even things like Horizon. Horizon is a fantastic thing, and it would be cool to see those robots in like mm-hmm. some kind of cool like animation. But the game is great. God of War is yeah. great. Like you have these epic. Uh, games that you make cinematic quality like the, that's what your 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 studios do what ip are you going to use to make a tv show unless you're doing like kid stuff like a spiral i could see a spiral cartoon that sounds cute as hell and i'll watch it yeah no i i agree and also you have to think like are you cannibalizing your own market or cannib- not not necessarily the market but cannibalizing your own ips and storylines in saying we're going to do an uncharted movie we've been talking about that for what eight years they've been talking about doing an uncharted movie um they've been talking about yeah it's called indiana jones exactly right um uh, the Lara croft movie the tomb raider movie i thought was decent um the new one i should say the new one um yeah the new ish one Okay, I mean they're making a sequel, so obviously they made enough money off of it. Yeah, I mean I thought I thought it was decent. It's, I, I'm, I don't think it's it's amazing. It's nowhere near on the level of so many of the other movies that we're watching uh, nowadays and TV shows. I mean, um, I feel like these stories. I mean, I could also argue that. Um, and I'm ex- I'm excited about Witcher coming out, and at the same time, you yeah. could be like, well, you can play the games, yes, or it's ba- or it could be based off the books. It could be, which is very different than the movie than the video games. So in the video it, game, yeah. In that case, like if you have something that's deep enough, okay, sure. But if you're doing an Uncharted movie, are we doing a play-by-play of like Uncharted one and two, or what are we what are we taking to base it off of? You're going to completely make it up. Um, so it. I don't know. It's. I, I agree with you. I don't see a, a full-on reason as to, or I should say, I don't think this may make the money that they want it to, uh, and it may end up being a dumpster fire, which I really hope that it's not. Um, I'll, I'll play the advocate on myself for a second. In that, a couple weeks ago, I get real like, I got oh, not upset, but like the people who are torching Sonic, like, why do you care? It's not made for you. So like, that's the same thing with like with Spyro, like. We don't care about Sonic. The movie was going to suck. Like, it's made for kids, and kids will probably still love it. Um, there could be some stuff where if they, they end up making something good, yeah, awesome. Like, that's great. The, the video game movie world is not very full of gems or anything, but if we expect it to suck, maybe we're more, like, lapsed to be... Uh, not lapsed. Maybe we're more apt to be pleasantly surprised, um, like Detective Pikachu was. Sure. Uh... And if they suck, well, we expected them to suck, so I'll just go play the game again. Um, that's that's the other side of it, but right now I just don't see why you would throw money at it. Whenever you yeah. have, just make better, just make more games. Yeah, yeah. Well, you were you were talking about uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, and I'm like, you know, if we did a Horizon movie, I'm like, give me a Horizon Zero Dawn two. Or Horizon's second dawn. I mean, I'm Zero Dawn. I don't know. First dawn. I don't know what they want to call it, but. Um, I want more Horizon. I'd rather have dusk. more game. zero dusk. <laughs> zero dusk. I'd rather have more uh, uh, the the a sequel, which I've heard that they're doing. I haven't heard. That. Oh, they think... st- they started it almost immediately. As soon as it was a yeah. success, they started the sequel. Oh, yeah. Like yeah, it's yeah. like that... that's a PlayStation. Like how like PlayStation Five launching with Horizon Two. Like I'm calling Horizon it. Two and Death Stranding 
like within the same year would be would be so huge and you know they're going to pull up something else like they're going to have some i would love for them to whatever rockstar uh, not rockstar um what is it sucker punch and like a couple of those other studios like bring on their their uh their projects to uh uh to launch yeah. on pay- playstation 5 or at least within the first six months of launch oh, with, PlayStation. With, with sucker punch that might happen yeah um with uh samurai game Oh Ghost yeah, of Ghost of Tsushima. That's, that may that, happen if it's that, that's that Sucker Punch's next game, and so, uh, and we were expecting it sooner, and they're like, "Nope, sorry, yeah, it's not so, coming this year." Yeah, so you, you may be right on that. You may be right on that. We we talk about loot boxes a lot in this game. Talk about microtransactions, but I the reason that we do it is because we've been wanting people to, um, uh, to understand the the gravity of this, and there have been legisl- There's been legislation in Europe. And it actually worked, uh, kind of. It's Belgium <laughs> uh, again, right? Uh, is it Belgium? I thought it was. Uh, yeah, it's Belgium for this one. Sorry. Um, yep. So Belgium. Uh, sorry, Nintendo's pulled uh, Animal Crossing Pocket Camp uh, because of the regulations. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm not saying I'm not necessarily saying that's a good thing, but I want developers. I think it's a good thing in regards to developers understanding like they need to make sure that they're marketing this properly in a game like animal crossing you could argue uh i mean i i would not be i would not think that one could argue that this is not geared towards uh towards kids as well as adults who love animal crossing there's nothing wrong with that but i mean i've seen i've seen a lot of kids that like animal crossing and to to uh take these kind of games of course it's adorable it's and uh, yeah i'm not saying anything wrong with it i'm just saying like yeah, it's it's adorable. It's great. It's cute. And uh, yeah, if you want to take that and then uh, put microtransactions into it in loot boxes, there may be some problems. I mean, we can argue. I think you and I have argued uh, at ad nauseum about well, just don't give them your money. Don't put your credit card in there. I, I get it, but um, to me, if it's predatory practices, I, I feel like there needs to be some type. Uh, I I think you and I are on the same page on this. Like just having kind of a warning uh a label on it or a label to say hey it's rated t for teen or whatever because it has loot boxes slash gambling or whatever you want to you want to want to call it microtransactions are one thing but loot boxes are essentially gambling um and i think that if you're gonna if you're going to rate a game like uh what was it um i think the first red dead redemption had that as part of the uh one of the reasons it was rated mature was gambling I think loot boxes should be as part of uh, the rating system. Automatically bring it up to T for teen, and then immediate like that, that's my opinion about it. So the fact that this happened in Belgium makes this. I mean, uh, they're not the first company to do this. So they they pulled two games. They pulled both um, both Animal Crossing and Fire Emblem Heroes for those mm-hmm. of you who play that game as well. So they pulled both of those games off the market in Belgium. Blizzard. Uh, had this problem with loot boxes because this is something Belgium introduced. Blizzard, I think, completely removed. I don't know how they removed it, but they removed it from Overwatch in Belgium. That's interesting. Um, so there's, and then I believe Valve ran into an issue. I want to say maybe with CS:GO. Hmm. Um, it could have been something else, but uh, they ran into problems there. So I don't like this legislation um you can actually see an article that i posted uh, today on the land cave facebook.com slash land cave uh because there is currently legislation on the table for the united states about um not 
removing them and banning them, but with uh, uh, somehow, unenforceably so, making it to where you have to uh, be 18 or older to purchase a loot box. Um, I don't know how they're going to pull that off, but whatever. Um, I don't like it because I think it can affect things long terms for the online marketplace of video games. Like, sure. the, the, you, you talk to a lot of these legislators, they don't even know what a loot box is. Not um, they don't know what the difference between a loot box and uh, something that gives you like a level up for example like if you're playing candy crush where you can just buy lives sure uh so that you can like keep playing or like play you know pay a microtransaction like that. yeah. yeah that's a microtransaction so where where's the line where does it stop like who enforces like it's a loot box sure it's a microtransaction is can you have something that has any amount of chance or randomness to it or does it have to be exactly like for the future where it's like you can buy this one thing like you know, this is you. You can only buy items versus sure. buying uh, random. I'll, so no, I'll say, if Randy Pitchford can't figure out what the difference between microtransactions and loot boxes are, then yeah, the legislation's uh, legislators are gonna have problems with that too. So I I don't like the direction that it could go. Uh, I'm with you that everything should be labeled. If there's a potential, just like if you go into App Store and everything, a lot of adults don't pay attention to this. But if you see in-app purchases, that doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to purchase, but you need to be watching out for those with your yep. kids because that means that there's a possibility that there's a button in there that they could buy stuff. Um, I just don't necessarily like the precedent of completely banning them. But yes, everything should be labeled. If there's yeah. a chance to pay money, then yes, you should be able to, to see that. I Agreed. just... I don't like the direction we're going. It's a, to me, it's a form of control that isn't necessary. I think sure. um, somebody even commented on on the article that I posted today, where it's like, this is up to the parents. And this is where I'm at. Like, you, yeah. you need to <laughs> I agree. pay attention. Like, this is a technological world. Pay attention to what your kids are doing. Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, I, and I will say, having uh, jumped in because I, I I meant to mention this earlier on in the game. Like, I jumped into playing uh, Grand Theft Auto Online again. And yeah. I, I barely played before, like I played just a tiny bit, uh, started playing more and uh, some of my co one of my coworkers specifically has been trying to pull me in on it for a long time. So I'm like, yeah, I may do that. If I do it, I may get it on, on a, a discount and buy like a shark card so I get a little bit of a boost at the beginning just so I can start playing heists and stuff with them because that's when you yeah. get more money. That being said, and as soon as I fun. load up, what's, what's that? And that's what's fun. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The heist, the heist, heist. are great. So, yeah, heist, so I'm like, yeah. I load up and I'm like, okay, well, I'll just start playing again because I hadn't played like in forever. So I'm like fresh character, whatever, because uh, the last one that I had, uh, my nephew was playing. Uh, and I jump on there and I am the oldest person playing the game by at least 20 years. And we're talking about a game that's that's not rated for kids and everybody who's playing everybody that I was on playing with the the, the oldest person other than me was seventeen. <laughs> yeah. Don't you love those moments? Yeah, and I'm like, not only do I feel <laughs> old, I'm like I'm literally on the game. Uh, you know, some some kids, uh, his his uh, the way that he his insult that he kept giving was you need to learn to drive. So finally, after like five or six to ten times of him saying it, I said, you you can't even drive yet. You don't have a license. But he still kept saying it. I mean, like, like I know, but like, like he, he was trying to insult people, like, learn to drive. I'm like, you're seven. 
I mean, he was he was between seven and eight. Like, could not have been nine or ten. Um, and again, like the parents should be watching the kid. And I will say that he didn't use any curse words, sure. But he's playing a game, he's driving around, he's shooting people, and he's a high enough level that he's been doing it for quite a while. So, yeah. Um, that's bad parenting. I still think that it needs to be in a label. So you and I are kind of on the same page on that. Um, anyways, we uh, had some interesting news about Call of Duty as well. Um, so for those of you who don't know behind the scenes, uh, Call of Duty was previously going between three... Uh, different studios uh, prior Correct. to this. They're changing it up uh, and essentially, I'm trying to kind of uh, give the Reader's Digest version of this, but basically it's going to yeah. end up being two uh, between two studios or Tri Treyarch is essentially going to be the, the main studio. So Treyarch will have every other year as opposed to every three years. Treyarch's been doing the Black mm -hmm. Ops games. Um, so the past uh, like 15 years, I think, we've had a, a Call of Duty game every single year um, I think this is going to be interesting um, because yeah. you know, it's, it's going to be interesting uh, to see how they move forward only having, say, two years to flesh out a Call of Duty game. Yeah, so like you mentioned, Call of Duty is developed by three people, or not three people, that'd be crazy, uh, <laughs> three studios. So Activision yeah. is Big Daddy Company, yep. uh, and the people developing Call of Duty are Sledgehammer, yep. Uh, Treyarch, Infinity say? Ward. I'm sorry, Infinity Ward. Infinity Ward, yeah. So that that means every three years you're getting a Call of Duty from that one of those studios. Yep. Um. So 2020 Call of Duty was just taken. That's crazy. Um. I'm wondering, is that is that now studio going to close? Which one did they take it from? Um, who uh, lost? Who lost? So Call that, of Duty? that would have been Treyarch, if I'm not mistaken. Treyarch would have. Uh, sorry, uh, no, Sledgehammer. Sorry, Sledgehammer would have been the next one uh, on the on the rotation, if you will. Um, so instead of coming out from Sledgehammer, it's going to come out from Treyarch. So it's going to be so is, next. Black that's Ops. bad for Sledgehammer, yo. Yeah, that's real about a significant source of, of income and i don't even know if sledgehammer like if they make anything else and if they don't um yeah like, so I'm pretty sure so they only do call of duty like dead that studio screwed yeah they previously did uh the original dead space um oh, but awesome. I, I mean they they've done i mean i would unfortunately i don't think they have the rights to it anymore um no because that was those prior to it but uh yeah they they've done stuff earlier but they've basically only been doing go uh uh call of duty games um for the past uh few rotations for the past say eight years or so um yeah it really sucks for them i really hope that uh that this was a play to get them onto something else uh, i don't know if there's some more political stuff going on behind the scenes where uh the team was either not cutting it or i mean it'd be really horrible if they just were not making it you know making it up to snuff and they had to bring in uh Treyarch to finish the job um in that case the next call of duty games is going to be rough if that's the case what's crazy about this is this is just another thing from activision so those of you who don't again activision's big daddy company earlier they split was that near the beginning of the year with bungie yeah 
Was that it? Uh, so that was January that they split with Bungie. Now, I'm not saying they're splitting um, from Sledgehammer, but this, this, you can tell that there's something going on in Call of Duty wise. Like, I don't know if it's necessarily political, but it's all, everything Activision does is for money. Sure. They print money. They oh, don't yeah. care about the rest of it. And what's crazy is that Call of Duty sales have declined, but even in declining, they were still like the number two game last year. Oh, yeah. Um, and the and one of their titles was like number. So they had World War Two the previous year that sold all the way up until Black Ops 4 came out. And then Black Ops 4 came out and instantly became one of the best selling games of the year. So that that's what's crazy to me about business whenever you look at this is that they are still making tons of money but yeah there's a chance that they could be making more so it's like red dead redemption 2 um made a lot of money it made more than expected but still not enough to the point where their stock went down the rockstar stock went down because what because it's not grand theft Auto sales protection yeah I mean, seriously yeah there's sales yeah that's where well, i hate no, stocks no they, what what's that that's where I hate stock. I hate yeah. the way stock works. Like you can be successful, you can be profitable, and your stock can go down. Yeah, Activision. It's happened to Activision too. I'm like, what? Why would this go down? Um, it it a, a company like that should have a trend up, a trend down, but relatively be stable. When you see a huge drop, I'm I'm just like, this doesn't make any sense. Um, yeah. uh, just to just to go right back up, um, but it's 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 I, just dumb. What I know is Call of Duty's running joke. Sorry, I know you're about to transit. I know Call of Duty is a running joke. They make great games. They make well, well-made shooters. And but I think that this is a sign of the times where Call of Duty ain't the staple that it used to yep. be. There are there's so many different games out there, and now the uh, online multiplayer space is different now yep. too with battle royales. And even though Black Ops Four had a battle royale, it's still was quickly dropped um for people to go back to fortnite and people are still playing apex and it shows that call of duty needs to change or it, it is going to have even further declining sales in the future just because it's it's not still necessarily number one even though it's still number one no you're 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 exactly right you're exactly right it's um it's still gonna make money but they're gonna have to evolve um yeah and yeah, this is going to have to happen. Uh, they're still going to make money, and what's also still going to make money is Nintendo. Yeah. And apparently Mario Kart Mobile game leaked. Uh, so we've known that there was going to be a... Not necessarily Mario Kart, but we knew that we were going to get some Mario or Nintendo mobile games. There's just some leaked artwork or leaked uh, screenshots, I should say. Yeah. Um, We've known for a while that Nintendo was exploring the mobile market. They did the uh, the, the uh, Infinite Runner thing with Mario, which is um, fun. But yeah, it was it was really fun. But this sounds even more fun in my opinion. I think even a better fit. Um, so it, it was uh, it was leaked. Uh, it was picture from a clo- uh, images leaked from a closed beta. Um, yeah. It looks, I mean, it looks fun to me. It looks like the, from what I've seen of the screenshots, it looks like the controls are going to be pretty easy to, to do, which is great because a mobile game needs to have simple, straightforward controls in order to uh, to work. That's why Pokemon Go was so successful. The controls were so straightforward. Anyone could play it. Um, and yeah, you could talk about like technique about throwing the balls, but sure. 
anyone could uh, could grasp it and play it, and I think this would be this would be a, a win. If this comes onto the to the market for five bucks, they're gonna make so much money. I think five dollars or so would be what I'd price point it at. Oh, what about you? I mean, I think it'll be nine ninety nine. I think I think you'll be able to, I think you'll be able to download it for free to get um, to get the first like first cup. Uh, you know, you know how Super Mario Kart has cups, so maybe like yeah. the first cup for free. Um, oh yeah, that would hook everyone. Nintendo, yeah. if you're listening, and Nintendo, if you're listening, do that because everyone will download it, which will look really good for your charts. Everyone will download it. Everyone will play it, and it will hook them. Because didn't didn't the Mario uh, Runner kind of have a similar thing, where it was free to download, and then you had to pay? If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it has the like the first world or whatever to get you yeah. into enjoying the the running. Um, and then after that, I, I paid for it, so I don't remember what it was. It was either four ninety nine or nine ninety nine. Yeah. Um, did it not bother you that it was vertical? Yeah. Yes. Uh, it it did bother me. Um. Especially, and and I know people could argue like, but that's how people hold their phones. Yes, but Absolutely. at the same time, this is how you drive. Yeah. And if I'm holding like, if I'm holding like this, and my controls are like this, they don't even have to be like. I mean, gyroscopic would be really cool. Um, it'd be amazing for for when it comes to Mario Kart. But yeah, it would make so much more sense for it to be uh, to be a, a horizontal. Um, yeah, like two thumbs, like having two kind of like sticks, uh, one for like steering, and you have yeah. like the like cut some kind of like a go slash drift stick. Yeah. Um, but the way that they show it, like it is going to be stupid simple. It's going to be like one finger that's your driving. Like yeah. it probably it might go on its own. Who knows? Um, I'm assuming it does because that's I'm how they're going to make it super simple. Yeah. Uh, this is a great game to go to mobile. Like this is something where it's easy to sync up. The thing that they got to get right, they got to get this right now is that I need to be able to be near people, like my friends, and like, it's not gonna happen very often, but it's gonna happen at least whenever it comes out. I need to be able to give you a code. You're gonna join my cup. We're gonna race against each other on our phones while we're drinking, and, and it's gonna be a good time. Or even across the, you know, it doesn't even have to necessarily be, you know, um, in proximity, but I should be able to give you like a code that's like mushroom star fire flower, and you should be able to join my race and race against your friends. If it doesn't have that, that is a big mistake in my opinion. No, <laughs> like no. make this a make this a friendship thing, just like it is in real life. The reason why Mario Kart is such a beloved franchise, it is one of the greatest party games of all time mm -hmm. it's there it's there with smash it, mario party is definitely lower on the list because mario party is so time consuming but yeah. mario kart the staple of is kicking your friend's butt yeah you know getting get yoshi i call yoshi every for life by the way yoshi getting in there and destroying yeah. everyone that that is <laughs> mario kart so they you better be able to do that on mobile i i, I agree um i'm 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 excited about it. I think it's a it's a perfect fit. Um, day one buy. Oh yeah, total total day one buy for me. As Mario Kart is, it will be on on uh, on mobile as well. Uh, total day one buy. Um, speaking of day one buys, um, we talked a lot about Epic Store in the past uh, in regards to uh, some of their practices, in regards to them giving more profits to to the developers, and there's a lot of positives yeah. on that. Um, but now, but we're seeing uh, some publishers uh, pull their games from uh, from the uh, from the store. Um, 
there's been a lot of different reasons as to why. Um, one of the biggest reasons that uh, that uh, is that the company will have a sorry, Epic Game Store will have a sale similar to how mm-hmm. Steam has a sale, but Epic does not ask the publishers or developers or any, or I guess publishers is all they have to ask. They don't ask. It's not up to the publishers. Epic will put your game on sale for you without you consenting. Um, that no consent can, in 2019. You think yeah. you'd learn something. <laughs> so you, you you really would think. Uh, to me, immediately when I thought, when I, I, I felt the ramifications, I realized the ramifications of that because we're talking about discounting games that just came out or are about to come out. If you're if you're doing that, you're devaluing that. If I see a game that it's like, wait, it's ten dollars off, and it came out last week, immediately I think must not be that good. Like, why would you discount it before the game came out or shortly after it came out? Uh, yeah. So developers are pulling some of their uh, some of their games or pulling them just completely pulling out of uh, Epic. It hasn't been a complete exodus, but. That's not a good fit. That's really not good. Yeah, so Epic had, um, they, so it's funny because it was the mega sale, so it was the Epic mega sale. Yeah. Um, that was what it was called. And like he already said, no permission. One company even said like, hey, that's not cool, bro. And Epic said, uh, if the dev or the publisher doesn't want to participate in the sale that they'll honor that decision the weird part i guess is just not telling them like hey like you would think it'd be like a a yes or no situation i don't don't work for steam so i can't speak to like how steam sales work but obviously steam stuff goes on sale all the time everybody knows about the like like their what is it quarterly that they do a big steam sale there's at least christmas and like I'm one pretty, during the summer. I'm pretty or sure it's quarterly or so, but yeah. Yeah, and so they obvi- there's obviously something to that because pretty much like it feels like everything except for maybe the newest stuff on Steam always goes yep. on some sort of sale. So, is that a situation where what are they they'd be like, hey, you know, give us the price that you want to discount it to, or do they just say, hey, like check yes or no if you're allowing a discount? We use this algorithm that said sure. it should be discounted by this percent. Like who knows how that all works, but you would. Th- you think there has to be some kind of communication that happens, but yeah. it could have also been a thing like uh, terms of service that only lawyers read, where it's like, "Hey, you agreed to be on our store, and yeah, this these is publishers in your terms of use." Like you have legal teams. Oh yeah, for absolutely. This reason so, um, yeah, I think that uh, some of the some of the uh, studios may, maybe they're or some of the publishers may may not be as big, um, but at the same time, uh, they they have to have some type of uh, communication one way or another is to say, Hey, this is going to go on sale or we want to put your game on sale. If not, they have to be prepared for it. Uh, anyways, uh, coupling that with the fact that some people have been banned, uh, for buying too many games at once or, uh, to make, making too many purchases. Um, now I've heard, I've heard it. That it was too many uh, purchases, uh, within, a specific amount of time uh essentially they were banning people which i i don't know exactly why they would block or ban someone for this i'm trying to think from a fraudulent standpoint yeah how does that sound like fraud if you're buying the product that's a that is attached to your account you can't res- i mean i haven't seen a way to resell it like steam has a way you can gift things yeah but 
I don't see how you'd be making money off this. I don't I don't understand. So, I mean, I get it. I get the point. Like, whatever system they have in place, that something with this, um, and apparently he's not the only one, but there was some streamer uh, who bought five games yep. in very close proximity to each other, and his account was flagged. Um, why don't you just require passwords for purchasing? Like, I mean, I, I get it. Like, hey, thanks for protecting my account. That's the, that's that's the positive side of this. Like, hey, they thought somebody maybe stole my credentials and was buying video games. Send That's what email. the system did. Send an cool. email to me or send a text. It's amazing how many companies nowadays use text. I, I love it. I'll yeah, was text. this you? Yeah, I'll get a text. Hey, did you did you spend this money? Yeah, yeah. it was me. Okay, you're good. Like, my bank did that. Like, Yeah, my, like, on my credit card. I, it doesn't stop the transaction yeah. but what it does is i have a, a price a price thing in there where if i spend over 200 dollars, yeah uh, i get a text message just saying hey you there was a purchase that was just made on your card for over your threshold yeah uh if this isn't you call us and that's it that's that's the best thing like and so they need a they obviously need a better system in place because it sucks like it you just somebody just get like they're participating in your mega sale which is what this happened during the guy was doing the epic mega sale that you were trying to make money off of and you said no uh well here, here's the other thing that people aren't taking account on this um, yeah the epic game store does not have a cart right now i'm getting really tired of that with certain <laughs> companies and they're not the only ones dude like i xbox, xbox been... doesn't have a cart either I, anything digital like yeah. it's it's not cool playstation does it good job playstation yes. you do something but right like, online so wise, but like guy... if you go to amazon or something right yeah. if you try and buy, buy like kindle you can't multiple kindle books at the same time you buy one kindle book you buy another kindle book yeah. and they're getting i hate it because they're getting taxes off of every single transaction even though i guess theoretically it would be the same but just let me bundle it up all up and have one charge i agree but yeah in comparison to to steam in comparison to playstation amazon I would he he probably was going through and he was like I want to buy these games realized I can put them on the cart so yeah it's five yeah. separate transactions now I could see if you had a cart and all of a sudden you started getting transactions quickly I could see some type of warning system but you yeah. don't have a cart you don't have a way for people to bundle together uh, Xbox is the same Xbox is the same way so yeah um, I can't throw stuff into a cart and then buy it yeah yeah, I also don't like that Switch does it either. Like, Switch doesn't have a card either. Um, it does make you, like, Switch makes you confirm uh, with some code or another, generally speaking, to make a purchase. But I don't know why it started trending this way, where, especially during sales, like, that's the time where I, most of the time I do buy one game at a time. That is how it goes. But during a sale, I kind of want to add all those games up. I want to see, like, hey, I, you know, I gave myself hundred dollars to spend during this sale what am i at oh i'm at 96.50 okay cool is there anything else is it, i got i got three dollars and fifty cents left whereas buying one game at a time i now go through this thing i'm like how much did i just spend yeah because i have yeah. no idea <laughs> yeah no i i agree i agree um it's and... bad for epic man they're, they're i think they'll get it i think they have enough money to throw up this problem oh, yeah, they'll they, get they it have right enough in money, the long yeah. run but they're yeah. definitely facing like that thing where like somebody over at valve was just watching this and like man 
this feels like 20 years ago so 20 years ago, my time machine guys like I, I got the time machine over there mm-hmm. i you know I, I put some plutonium in it and hey you know i'm just just kicking it epic what's up guys how you doing yeah to me i mean it's it's um it's new to them i'll put it that yeah. way it's new to them. This is a new territory for them. Yes, they have enough money. This is going to be fine. Uh, it's going to blow over eventually, but they need to learn from what they're doing. Uh, they need to make a cart. Uh, there's just certain things that, to me, don't make any sense to not have nowadays. You mentioned like the the Steam sale, like uh, the one of the like spending fifty dollars on Steam, like during one of those sales, you could be buying a ton of games for that. Uh, and if they want to compete with Steam, then they better be ready for those kind of people to pile in, because especially if they're having their their giant sales, people drop. It's I know it's a it's an internet meme now, but like people drop so much money on those on those Steam sales because you can save so much money instead of buying yeah. all the games throughout the year. It's like I'll just buy them on the on the fall sale or whatever. Um, yeah, it makes makes perfect sense. They'll they'll get there eventually. I think. Which I, which I'm going towards. I mean that's what. I, I look forward. I don't look because Steam. I'm not the biggest PC player, as we all know. But PlayStation now does a very similar thing. Like during November, right around Thanksgiving, and then during Christmas, there's a winter sale, and it's fat. I look forward to it every year because everything that I don't want to buy right when it first comes out, because we all going to buy from you day one, and then I have all these other publishers and the games that came out that you didn't hear about, and then. cut out there uh just buy them all sorry you just uh just cut out there did i yeah you did that's right the but the cinema the sentiment was there yeah it's like this give us carts give us carts we want to buy all your games why won't you let us give us give you money so anyways that's it for the news this week let us know in the comments what you think about that uh are you gonna frequent the epic game store do you even care about the epic game store are you a console player uh and what are you gonna watch now that game of thrones is over i'm watching deadwood how about you uh i've been watching gilmore girls all right yeah. <laughs> I literally was I, I literally went to Netflix and I like looked at like shows that had like six plus seasons that were uh-huh. not inherently negative shows because sure. it's just the vibes and I was like hey you remember that CD uh, that CW show that lots of people loved called Gilmore Girls Owen you're gonna check that out right now yeah. um, I, I'll, I, you know what I will say I could I could joke but it has some really good dialogue I mean I'll I'll say that and speaking of the old school before before we leave um I've hooked up my SNES Classic yeah. uh, to my laptop, got that streamer card going. I also streamed some Sea of Thieves last week as well. Um, but what I'm curious about is if I was going to play like an SNES game either this week or next week, what uh, what game on there would everybody be interested in doing a little playthrough over at facebook.com slash the case. So if you have any comments on that to you, uh, from the SNES Classic list, I have not hacked mine. It is just the stock classic. Uh, if any of those games you feel like uh, joining for a playthrough, let me know. Yeah. yeah. What, uh, what you'd like. Exactly. Exactly. And I'll come up with some playthrough stuff uh, at a later time. You got the SNES. I'll do the PlayStation maybe. We'll see. Anyways, I want that Sega when it comes out. The what? PlayStation 1? The, the, no, I want the Sega when it comes out now. Oh, that, yeah. that, that lineup's looking nice. Yeah, I've got that pre-ordered. Um, I don't, I'll, I 
I'm not even gonna not even gonna lie. I got it pre-ordered. I don't even care. I was a Sega. I I loved my Sega Genesis. I can't wait to play it. Sega. Yeah. See you guys later.